Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Okay, guys, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I have no kids today, so I'm just smashing out as many podcasts as I possibly can. And we're just going to try and get as much work for the year done as possible, right? It's a crazy time of year. Okay, so today's topic of the podcast is I want to talk about this idea that people only understand money or people can only be really good at money if they go to university, become a financial advisor. And then so we slip into this idea that I don't have time to learn about all of this. I don't have time to work on my relationship with money. I don't have time to go back to uni to be a financial advisor, right? And I can totally understand why someone would believe these kind of thoughts and these statements because I've been there myself. You know, I've been super overwhelmed. I'm already living a freaking crazy life. It's my timer to remind me to um, move the sprinkler in my backyard. So I'm just going to reset that. And one part of my lawn is going to be really well watered. Um, You know, I've already been there. I've already been living a freaking crazy life with the three kids. I get it, right? Time is precious. But I've also seen time and time again that the people who don't have time to learn about money, to learn about wealth, to work on their relationship and their whole understanding of abundance are often the people who need to learn about it the most. Like if you don't have time because your life is so full with everything you need to do to keep things going, to get money, it's hard to find time to learn about money, but it's in the action of creating the time and the action of making a priority, that's when things actually begin to shift, right? And it's also part of that mentality that, you know, we leave high school, we leave university, and then the learning is done. Most of us leave high school and then we don't pick up a book again. Like statistically, a very small percent of people, you read more than one book a year and an even tinier percentage read more than one book a month. And then some people are like super fucking crazy like I am and read like a book a day. So yeah, but most of us leave high school and then we don't pick up a book again and we stop trying to learn new things. As also, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Like that. how I, that's like a shit saying that's just kind of given this excuse to like, oh, well, you can never change and you can never get better and you can never learn something new and can, you can never decide to expand your knowledge, right? Which is just seems crazy because we're not trees. We're not statues. We can move and change and evolve and make decisions every single day, right? But we get stuck into this cycle where we stop trying to learn new things and we get sucked into this pay bills and die cycle without ever really stopping to think about growing our mind further and, you know, other than just trying to memorize the Game of Thrones plot lines. You know, I I hit this point in my life where I realized everyone around me 
knew everything about Game of Thrones and everyone had an opinion on it. And I hadn't watched it. I actually watched the first couple of seasons back before anyone knew what they were. This was like on ABC or SBS or something. I actually had them on Blu-ray before anyone knew what it was. And then like the minute everyone started talking about it, I kind of, I'd already read all the books, so I lost interest, right? But there was this point in my life where everyone was looking at me like, you're so crazy. Like, how do you not know what's happening in Game of Thrones? How do you not watch this? Whereas I was like, how do you not know... <laughs> How do you not know who Jim Rohn is? How do you not know about um, like all these personal development people? How have you not read a book in 12 years? So, you know, I like, I just, I'm a little bit different. That's okay. But if you want to get healthy, let's just put it into like a different perspective or something that's a little bit more normalized and people talk about more often. If you want to get healthier, you have to dedicate the time to meal prepping. You have to dedicate the time to exercising every day and moving your body with intention the time just doesn't suddenly magically appear, right? It takes conscious effort to create the time and create space in your schedule to work towards your goal, right? And this is the thing. No one is asking you to commit eight years of university to just understand money. We are simply, and I say we because this is a much broader concerned in mind it's not just me I'm the only coach doing this and I'm the only coach making sense and I'm the only person talking about money mindset because that's just not true there are heaps of coaches there are heaps of women out there speaking on this topic and that's a good thing because the more people speak about it the more common and open up the conversations happen and so we impact more people on a like a whole worldwide global consciousness level right so when I say we I mean I'm speaking for everyone right now, but we are encouraging you to just call awareness into your everyday. I literally wrote a book about simple daily rituals to help with your money mindset. It is not about saying, you know, okay, I'm going to throw everything I've previously done out the window. I'm going to spend six years at university learning to become a financial advisor. And after I've done all that, I'll finally be on top of my relationship with money. We're just saying like, but like when you make exercise a goal, if money mindset is going to be a goal or something you want to work on and improve, You've got to create the space. You've got to make it a priority. So five minutes in the morning to check your bank accounts isn't a lot. Five minutes at the end of the day to write some money affirmations or do some journaling or, you know, just consciously shifting your language around money throughout the day. It's not a dramatic amount of sap on your time. Probably the the most amount of time my clients spend on their money mindset is when they are with me doing Abundant as Fuck, which is a six-week kind of intensive program um, where we have two-hour sessions together every week. So we're on the, fo- on the phone for an hour and a half to two hours as a group going through like the program, going through the course. And then they're probably spending on average, you know, half an hour a day in between. But that's not still only like a six-week thing. It's still a very minimal time commitment, right? The good thing about money mindset work is that it often takes a lot less time than your health goals than your like F45 class every day. For my new clients, we just begin by setting aside five minutes in the morning, something that is all it takes. And that's just literally, yeah, opening your bank accounts, expressing gratitude for your money, checking in and doing some money affirmations. Five minutes, it actually doesn't take a lot. For those taking part in my courses or memberships, it's often, you know, an hour to two hours a week with some daily homework in between. It's not really a lot. And this is what I want to come, and this is the, the point, I guess, of this podcast, is we all have the same 168 hours in the week. Now, I'm not going to say that Beyonce quote where it's like, we all have 24 hours in a day because, you know, 
Beyonce has a nanny and a personal chef and a personal trainer and an agent and a manager and someone who picks up her dry cleaning and we don't all have that. So your 24 hours does look a lot different to Beyonce's. But the thing is 168 hours, your 168 hours in a week is never going to look the same to anyone else's 168 hours. We spend a different amount of time sleeping, eating, um, having sex, working with our kids, going to work, watching Netflix. Everyone has a different amount of time. But here's what I want to encourage you to do is actually track that 168 hours for a week. Just really pay attention to where you're spending your time. How much time is spent crawling so scrolling social media? How much time how much time is spent cooking? How much time is spent cleaning up? How much time is spent answering emails? How much time is spent doing the dishes? How much time is spent sleeping? How much time is spent at work? How much time is spent being productive? How much time is spent on your downtime or self-care? If you track for a whole week how you're spending your time, it becomes then really easy to see number one, where you can delegate out certain things. For example, I once I tracked this and I realized I was spending an hour and a half a day doing dishes, an hour and a half a day that I could have used in so many other productive ways. So when we moved to our new house, the one non-negotiable that I had was that we had to have a dishwasher. Like I just, I knew that if you're looking at your week and seeing that you spend eight hours cleaning a week, could you outsource that to a cleaner who can probably do it in two hours while you're doing something else, right? How are you using those 168 hours? But here's something else I want to touch on before I wind up is the fact that we think only super smart people with degrees in finance or business or accounting are able to understand money, are able to relate to it and make it grow for them. Yes, those people have access to systems and strategies and education, but trust me when I say this, some of the clients I've had to do the most money mindset work with to heal their relationship with money have been lawyers financial advisors and accountants just being good at the strategy side of money does not mean you have a healthy relationship with money some of the most toxic relationships of money i have seen have come from financial advisors who are really fucking good at their job who make people a lot of money and yet still themselves have a really toxic cycle and toxic mindset with money so just the strategy side of money isn't enough And that's why I'm so passionate in teaching what I teach, sharing the message I share, because I see and I work with women who are fearful and anxious and feel defeated and frustrated with money, even though they're in careers and industry where they use money to help their clients and to grow wealth, you know, that there's more to it. It's deeper than that. And so that's something I always love helping my clients with, especially anyway, takeaways from this podcast. How are you using your 168 hours? Where can you delegate? And how can you find time in your day to work on your relationship with money? It might be the fact, you know, between school drop-off and then play group, there's 10 minutes where you often sit in the car and let the two-year-old sleep. What can you do in those 10 minutes? Can you add something into the half an hour after the kids have gone to bed and before your husband gets home from work? Can you wake up 15 minutes earlier and do some journaling? Track those 168 hours so then you know where you can make little improvements. I hope this episode has helped and I can't wait to hear your feedback. If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. 
To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on the Sexy Selfish Show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I am sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.